What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Ride of Your Life podcast. It is I, Donnie, with the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Ryan. What is up, sir? Oh, not a whole lot. Just got back from a Texas trip. I know I was gone from last week's episode. A little bit busy on recovery week, but, (laughs) you know, I just started my new job today um definitely a little bit different than the ones i've had before uh i'll go into more detail about that in the future but if you guys could just be praying for me as i'm just transitioning into my new actually it's going to be jobs uh since they're both flexible in my own photo business that would be great but absolutely other than that i've been doing pretty good uh, if you guys haven't watched my opening weekend pass on preview day <laughs> vlog yet, you guys would know that I have a girlfriend now, and Woo! the relationship has been great so far, and it's just been a fun time of transition. We got approved for our new apartment, so me and my nice. mom are ecstatic to uh, just be able to you know, live together and have some company with each other and you know, do life together once again for a little bit. Not forever, of course, but... <laughs> It's just been a fun, relieving transition, and yeah, that's all I got. Well, that's good. That's just awesome to hear about the new house, the new job, the new friend who happens to be a girl. It's yeah. all good, man. It's that's awesome, and just need to see how the Lord's working through all of that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the one other thing. I mean, I know we talk about Christian music a lot, but <laughs> I got to talk about three exciting things in Christian music, just real quick. Go one, for it. NF he dropped an amazing album while I was in Texas called yes. uh, Hope, and Hope is also the title track. Twelve songs, incredible work. I mean, that dude never misses. So if you guys are looking for some new rap and hip-hop, go check that out. It's really good. It's clean. Um, Al City, if you guys remember Al City from back in the day, he's still making music. I loved it. Uh, Sons of Thunder is by far my favorite song. I was very impressed with his direct Christian lyrics in that. So go check that album out. And then this Friday, which as of this recording, it's April 26th, so we're talking about... April 28th, Disciple is releasing their newest <laughs> album. If you guys don't know, that's my favorite band. I'm going to go see the release show live Friday night. It's going to be a fun time. So, lots of fun things happening in Christian music. So, that's something else I just had to put out there. But today we got a we, fun topic. <laughs> that is not Christian music. <laughs> yes. We're not going to talk about Christian music anymore, but I just wanted to, you know, Put the update out there. That's what's Absolutely. going on. But, but uh, today, we'll, uh, I guess I'll just kind of take the lead here. Go, go today, introduce it. Yeah, we were going to talk about something that we have both seen in different situations in our lives, whether it be other people or ourselves. And we're going to talk about idleness, which can be a sore subject, but it's also a pretty simple one. And something we just want to bring more awareness to because it's very easy to fall under the trap of. And with that, we also kind of want to talk about the idleness specifically of work ethic, whether it be not working at all or overworking yourself. There's many different ends to that spectrum. 
that I've fallen on in my own life, and we're gonna break it down for you guys right here. So, honestly, our launching point today with the topic of idols, when you think of idols in the Bible, one of the key texts comes from Exodus chapter 20, and starting verse 3 it says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And verse 4 continues that thought of, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, or any likeness of thing that is in heaven above, or thing uh, in the earth beneath, or that is in the water underneath the earth. So, idols is such a broad topic. You could cover it in so many different facets. Here in Exodus, it talks about the idols that are physical. Um, your idols such as uh, a hobby, uh, person, place, or thing. And it can even be, like Ryan said, a work ethic. Something that we put before God in our lives that should not be there above God. And um, the topic of work being an idol, um, it, in our culture today, you're either on one side of the spectrum or you're on one side or you're on the other. You're either, like, you can't get enough work, you you got to be working nonstop, or you're on the other side where you have the idol of not wanting to work um, and doing anything at any cost not to do it and just get free handouts. Um, so today we're going to dive into that thought, um, and um, we'll see where the Lord leads through that. But uh, I think the smart thing to do for any topic when we dive specifically into the Word of God is go to God in prayer. So I think it'd be wise to start this episode off in prayer and just seek the Lord as to how we should um, cover this topic. Um, honestly, we don't have any notes. We're just going as how the Lord leads and where He directs us in His Word. So... I'll go ahead and open us in prayer, and then we will go from there. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this podcast and this ministry that you've given us to uh, reach souls for you and to grow uh, closer to you, Lord. I just pray that you'd let this episode be one that is pleasing to you, uh, that um, you'd give us words to speak. And uh, we can say all the words we want, but it means absolutely nothing unless it's from you and your word. I pray that you'd give us um, the wisdom and knowledge on how to tackle the thought of idols and what you have to think about them. Because, again, Lord, it's not about us. It's about you. I pray that you just have your way and honor and your glory through this episode. We love you and thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, let's dive on in and see what God has for us concerning idols today. Yeah, and, like... There's so many different places we could start, but one of the first ex- one of the first things I want to say is this: like, first and foremost, like if you're in a state of idleness, it's not to the point of where you can't recover from it. It's mm-hmm. something everyone allows to happen. Like for me recently, like it's something so easy and so simple, but even a healthy relationship <laughs> when you first start one. It gets really easy to get distracted from God's word. And then you're like, whoa, holy crap, it's been three weeks since I've opened up my Bible. This probably isn't a good thing. And then you're like, well, there's like a point where you're like, God is going to convict you with the Holy Spirit. Like, okay, look, this is where you need to work on. Like, it's been three weeks since you've been in the word. And 
I'm not saying your relationship is bad because there's, I mean, this is so subjective, but I'm convinced that God definitely did put, you know, my girlfriend in my life at the right time for the right reason. So it's not that, you know, she's inherently the problem, but it's something I got to work on myself. Like, okay, how can I incorporate God's word now that I have something that's occupying more time in my life than before? So there's things like that. There's that can be idols and then there's things that are just naturally idols like okay you're on instagram and you're always i don't know i'm gonna pick a random celebrity here ariana grande she's got millions of followers and a perfect example of idolatry would be like Okay, I care more about what Ariana Grande is saying and posting, and I want to dress like her, and I want to smell like her, and get all of her brands, which, if you want to smell like her, you know, that's not inherently a bad thing. I don't <laughs> know, unless she smells, she smells good. bad, <laughs> then know. maybe that would be a bad thing. But I hope like, you're not dressing like her, Ryan. <laughs> yes, I'm not going to dress like her. I'm not a her. Anyway, but what I'm saying is, like, if you're... If you're following up with these celebrities and you're wanting to know more what they do than how God is working in your life, that should be a red flag. Like, hey, look, this is something that's going before God in my life. That's technically an idol. So that's that's how I define an idol. But the very first example of idolatry that I can think of is in Exodus 32. And instead of me trying to just read the whole passage to you and stuttering as I read out loud because I'm terrible at it, I'm going to summarize it for you the best I can. And for all of you theologians, I can totally speak English. Theologians. 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 That's it. <laughs> for all you Bible wizards of, out there. I had to think about too. <laughs> um, if you guys have an opinion on this, look, I'm just telling you my perspective of it from the way I've read the passage and I'm not trying to start a theological war here so just bear with me but good word anyway Exodus 32 there's this guy named Aaron and Aaron is like Moses's partner in crime appointed by God and his brother too. the two of them yeah it's his brother brother in crime <laughs> brother in Christ brother in crime same thing <laughs> Tomato, tomato. <laughs> anyway, so you got Moses and Aaron. They're your ringleaders of leading the people out of Egypt. Obviously, Moses is the prophet, and even though he has a speech impediment and he's slow to speak, God is in, like, like Moses can literally hear from God and speak to God. Like, it's not just prayer language. Like, he can literally speak to God. And at one point, they're at Mount Sinai, and Moses had, was called to literally enter, not necessarily the holy place, but he's just called to hear from God in Mount Sinai, while Aaron and the rest of the people of Egypt are down at the valley, at the bottom of the mountain. And what ends up happening is, and yes, here's another idol, jealousy. Aaron okay. gets jealous that Moses is up and communication with God and Aaron's upset that God doesn't want to be in communication with him as well. So what he ended up doing is this preposterous thing of creating a golden calf statue. And then he called people around him and the people of Egypt to worship this calf. 
And this ended up angering God. And this is where one of the most controversial things I talked about happened. But it is to my understanding that Moses plead with God to not destroy, you know, the people of Egypt that he had just, you know, worked so hard to free. I mean, God obviously did the miracles for him, but it still took a lot of work with, you know, Moses's faithfulness. You know, things like parting the Red Sea and all the plagues and the many miracles that led them to where they got away from Pharaoh. So, I mean, right away, you know, when we create something that where we're not focused on God first, it angers him. So that's like the very first thing. If you took anything from the last five and a half minutes, you should know. When we create something that God doesn't love as the number one thing in our life, that's an issue. So when we go from there, you can think of many different things in life. You know, it can be a marriage. It could be a relationship, as I stated before. It can be a job, work ethic. But the reason I brought up work ethic is because I have a personal testimony that goes with that. Uh, it was 2021. It was my first year out living on my own with some roommates. And what ended up happening was I I got bored of working just my, you know, 40 hours a week. At the time, I was doing a car valet dealership job. And I decided it would be fun to start working at Kings Island at the same time on the weekends. And while Kings Island in itself isn't inherently a bad thing, what I was allowing to happen was I had stopped going to church because I realized I was working six and seven days a week. I was getting tired. And what ended up happening between working both jobs, I got burnt out. And I ended up, one, doing two things. Um, and I will just share this too. I normally wouldn't share a job situation on a podcast like this, but... I am thankful that Kings Island and I are still on good terms. They understood that it was a mental health issue and that I was actually leading to physical health. And, I mean, moral of the story is, if you read Second Thessalonians 3, which I'll read in just a second, you'll learn that overworking is something that can lead to idleness and also it's just unhealthy for you in general. And that's what happened. I started overworking and I started idolizing like, okay... It's not so much that I idolized the money, but it was my work ethic. Like, look at me, everyone. I'm working this many hours a week, and you should be doing the same thing. And it just is not a good thing to fall into. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read Second Thessalonians 3 here. And bear with me as I am not the best at reading out loud, as I stated before. Now we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ... That you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness and not in accord with the tradition that you received from us. For, your, for you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us, because we were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with toil and labor we worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you. It was not because we do not have that right, but to give you in ourselves an example to imitate. For when we were with you... We would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. Now that's kind of where we came from there with not working. Where we get caught up in the idea like, oh, I can do whatever I want when I want. And I don't got to go to work. And I love this freedom. And yeah, that could be a bad thing too. 
So anyway, let me keep going. I'll finish the chapter, and then I'll finally end my little TED talk here. <laughs> but verse 11, it says, For we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. This is where I'm getting to what I was just talking about before. Now such persons we command and encourage in Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. If anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person and have nothing to do with him, that he may be ashamed. Do not regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. It was that verse that I heard during that period of my life where I was like, whoa, I need to just pump the brakes here. I didn't even know overworking was sinful. I knew that not working was. I didn't know overworking was sinful. And that's something I kind of wanted to bring awareness to. I thought it would be a fun subject. So with all that said, maybe I'll rehash on it in a second. But I want to flip it over to Donnie here and see if he's got anything he wants to add to that or any personal experiences or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just tagging off what Ryan said about work being an idol. Um, the nerd side of me had to look up the definition of what an idol is. And according to the Oxford Dictionary, um, the noun of a idol is an image or representation of a god used as an object of worship. And then the second one to follow up that is a person or thing that is greatly admired, loved, or revered. So, it basically, <laughs> in terms, it's anything that we say, do, or put before God. Uh, and like Ryan said, work's not a bad thing. God designed work for us to do. And you, you cannot eat, you cannot live without working. And it's, and then God talks about in his word that we are not to be sluggards. Uh, people basically who sit around and do absolutely nothing. We have to work for our living and our being. Uh, but when we get to the point where, um, going from Ryan's uh, story there uh, of his experience, uh, when we get to the point where we're working so much that we're tired and forget God's day, Sunday, or whenever you go to his house to worship him, when we get to the point where we have no desire to go because of the aftermath of working, that's when it, it's not pleasing to the Lord. And, of course, our motive for working, too, is what... Uh, it goes back to the Lord. If it's if it's pleasing to Him, and we're having a good attitude doing it, um, because He commands us to do it, he, He'll be pleased with it. But if we're doing it as a way of, um, I, the best way to put it, I guess, is if we're doing it to be doing it. If that makes sense. If we're doing work to be doing work. And that overpowers our life. we That's when we really need to evaluate. Is this an idol in my life? If that makes sense. Um, like anything in life. We need to go back and look into what we're doing. Whether it's work. Whether it's our hobbies. Whatever it may be. We need to always go back and look is this pleasing to God? And is this something um, that I'm still being able to have a relationship with God and still do this? Am I still able to work this job 
and still be able to go to church on Sunday? Am I still able to read God's word and pray? Um, but that when we get to the point where we're like, this is overpowering God. This is taking away time I should be in my word in God's word um, on my knees in prayer or in his house with his people um, that's really when we, we need to evaluate is what is this an idol is this something I need to fix to where I can um, again have that relationship with God and um, have God pleased with what I'm doing so uh, really We, it's, it all goes back to evaluating our own lives and seeing, is what I'm doing pleasing to the Lord? And is this giving him the glory and honor? Is my work ethic, is my hobbies, is my home life, is this all pleasing to the Lord? And uh, if it's not, it's most likely an idol. And we need to evaluate and get things right with the Lord because of that. So, as we've seen through that text we need to work but we need not to have it be an idol in our lives so Ryan what are your thoughts on that I know you've talked about it but looking deeper into that thought of how can we have these red flags arise and knowing is this something that's truly an idol or is this is it pleasing to God yeah so kind of like you know like I said, it's been just a month into my relationship, just about. And I know I sound like uh, one of those people that always uses a girlfriend or a spouse or a wife as an example, but even in the last month, I have learned a lot about God's grace. I've learned a lot about perspective and things like such. And, you know, for me, like personal experience, like, you know, you get caught up in you know, you want to talk to this person more and more, and even if it's not a girlfriend, it can be just like a normal friend even. It's someone that's inherently good for you. But when you just forget to take even just the littlest amount of time each day and, you know, put it towards God, it's like, whoa. So a red flag for me was, hey, you know, I really love this girl or person, but I have been out of God's word for three weeks and it's like okay so what I need to do is be like okay I need to take just a little bit of time out of the time I spend with this other person whether it be a friend or a significant other spouse wife whatever and be like okay now let's replace this with the time that I'm spending in God's word filtering my mind and renewing it and I think that's just a huge, like, that's one example. And it could be so many different things. Like, here's another example I was just thinking of as Donnie was talking. Like, this is going to be so shocking. Church itself can be an idol. Can't be. What? Yeah, but so many people, I know stories, and I've seen it in my life so many times at different churches where someone will just think, oh, well, just because I go to church means that I am saved, my relationship with God is on good terms, and there's nothing for me to do. As long as I'm going for church, I'm going to go to heaven, and I'm a great person. And it's like, whoa, 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 we got to pump the brakes here. Like, how much time are you spending with your family that God desires? How much time are you spending with him that he desires? And, I mean, I know I 
always hit on this, but like there's evangelism and areas to serve in your church. I know Ephesians 3 is a huge example of talking about how we need to get plugged into our churches. And, you know, everyone has different gifts for different roles in the church, but we are called to serve one church body and it's beautiful what can happen when God can use all of the tools but it takes work from our end too and you know church itself can be worship worship music kind of works the same way I know a lot of people that think oh so I'm just going to go get my Christian music feels on and I'm going to be good and everything's going to be all hunky dory when really in all reality you haven't spent any time with the Lord at all and that's very easy to fall into so like I said before I cannot understate this enough um, if you are in a situation like this you are not too far gone at all in fact it's something that quite frankly everyone stumbles into from time to time it's sometimes unintentional it's sometimes just something natural and it's because our bodies are sinful and you know we've all fallen short of the glory of God because of our sin but thank God for his mercy in the cross that he gives us unlimited second chances as long as we're willing to turn and repent and I would say mostly just if you're in a situation like that don't beat yourself up and pick apart the problem just figure out a way to try and solve the problem even if it's baby steps you know you don't want to overwhelm yourself but you know even one chapter a day in God's word could seriously change your life heck honestly I used to think I used to be one of those people that think oh well you got to read the whole chapter so you can get the context and then it starts feeling like a homework assignment some days because everyone's got busy days I mean it's just part of life so heck even one verse a day I mean, anything you can do to just try and get in God's word, renew your mind. And I think that's definitely the biggest thing, is just listen to God's voice. Absolutely. And as Ryan was talking, I just had to take a moment and just pray and just see, God, what do you want me to say about this? And all these things, like Ryan said, our marriages, our relationships, our friendships, our hobbies, and all that are good stuff. Those are things God and his word has said um, he would give us. He He told us he'd give us a help me. But are we growing closer to God with our help me? As we grow closer to human beings, are we both growing closer to God? And that's how, that's how relationships are supposed to be. Relationships are supposed to be the uniting of people to go draw closer to God. And look back in the Garden of Eden. God made a help meet for Adam to walk with God. And not only... So Adam couldn't be... A, just, God made Eve for Adam so he wouldn't be alone. And also he made Eve for Adam to have someone to walk with God with. And uh, then hobbies and jobs and things like that. All those things are great. But are we involving God? Is God getting the glory out of those things? Is that something we need to change in our lives? Is God getting the glory out of our job? Are we being a witness and a light to the people around us? Is is our adi- Here's the thing. I've probably said this once on the podcast or in our content, but you may be the only Bible someone will ever read. And that 
you spend, and I've heard this said numerous times too, you spend more time at your workplace than you do at your own home. Think about that. And you're around people all the time at your workplace. Are they seeing Jesus Christ in you? And that's the number one way we can defeat idols in our life. The, the idol of work is having Jesus Christ be the center of our work. And in our hobbies, the same thing too. We're going to use this example because Ryan and I um, are at this place a lot, or together a lot, at Kings Island. When we're at the park, is our test... <laughs> this is going to hit me hard here. But um, is my testimony at the park pleasing to God? When people see me in a queue line, if they see me walking around the park making content, is it pleasing to God? And I'll be honest, and I'm being very vulnerable right now, and convicted of this, I have been guilty of that. I've been guilty of a bad attitude. I've been guilty of a negative attitude. And I'll go as far as to say this, and um, if you have seen any recent content from Kings Island that I've put out, and I'm going to be flat out honest with this, <laughs> this is the Lord speaking, I hate tattling on myself, but is my attitude towards a park that I have high standards for in the, in the flesh, is my attitude and content pleasing to the Lord? When people see that, do they see Jesus in my content? Sure, it's not me quoting Bible verses around Kings Island, but is my attitude something that somebody sees that I'm different than someone else? I don't know that, like I said, this episode is not scripted or anything. This is purely conviction of the Lord. Is my attitude reflecting Jesus Christ? Because lost people are more likely to watch a video about a roller coaster or a park than they are to listen to this podcast, more than likely. They probably won't sit and listen to a Bible study, but they'll watch a video about a coaster or a park. Ultimately, the point I'm trying to get across is God pleased with what we're doing, who we're with? Are we pursuing Him above idols? Are we pursuing Him over the idol of content? Are we pursuing Him above the idol of relationships? The idol of work? You fill in the blank, whatever you consider an idol in your life. Is Jesus Christ taking precedence and higher authority and ruling over that? And if not, we need to do some evaluation. And at the end of this, as we wrap, we're not wrapping it up right now. We could be. I don't know. It's the Lord leads. But one of the things I want to give us as takeaways, I got five things I just wrote down that God spoke to me about, and I'll share those towards the end. But ultimately, are we giving God the glory? Is Do people see Jesus through me? Because our heart, whatever is at the forefront and the table of our heart, will ultimately come out. 
And if we have idols in our life, that's what they're going to see. If Jesus is in our heart and taking precedence in our heart, that's what they're going to see. Do people see him through me? In Rive Your Life Ministries, I want them to see Jesus. I want Epic Destinations. I want them to see Jesus. And, yeah, that's just something the Lord spoke to me about. And, yeah. Yeah, and as you were talking, I was thinking about Galatians 5, even, where it talks about, like, a tree of dead or a tree of living fruit versus dead fruit and the fruits of the spirit love joy peace patience goodness kindness faithfulness and self-control and you know the dead fruits are you know the things i can't remember them word for word off the top of my head but it's basically the opposite of what i just listed anger bitterness malice slanderous and judgment and i mean to an extent, like, there's sometimes where we have to call attention to things. And you can yeah. do it respectfully, of course, which is, you know. But there's also times where you just go too far with it and you start letting it, you start having fun with, like, slandering people or slandering a park or it could be anything. Now we've all been guilty of it now and then. And again, I'll wrap myself back up to the same point. If this is you, we're all there. We have been there. We might be currently there. And... This isn't God's way of saying, like, look, you idiot, you should have been doing this right the whole time. That's not how God is. Our God is loving. He gives us so many chances to fix our ways, and it's only because of the cross that we have his mercy. And that God's wrath was satisfied through the cross. And, you know, it's just amazing that God gives us the opportunity to turn around every single time. So, I mean, like I said, in a transition period in my life where I'm going through change with it, you know, the way I do my jobs and the way I approach life and, you know, the amount of income versus outcome and things like that, you know, these are changes that anyone can go through. But it's so important to know that Jesus is, you know, the captain. He is the one that is going to reign over all of our life situations and if we don't trust him with our relationships and trust him with our content and everything I guarantee you that you know I've said it once before on this podcast and on my own channel many times if you're living a life that isn't necessarily bad but it's also not seeking the Lord the enemy's not going to bother you because you're exactly where he wants you. He wants you to be at peace with yourself because he wants you to be the God of your own life. And the enemy wants you to be as far away from God as possible. So that's why when you start seeking the Lord that difficult things happen because the enemy attacks those that seek the Lord because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So with all that kept in mind, once again, just know that, you know, you are loved and you can restart and all things take a foundation in Christ as the cornerstone. And I think what'd be cool is, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously if you're new here, I'm Ryan for Christian Coasters and Donnie is from Epic Destinations. 
and we come together and do this podcast on Ride of Your Life. And I think what would be really cool is if you're struggling with something in those areas, if you just message one of us, that way we can pray for you guys, and we can even share a little bit more of our own testimonies and try and encourage you of the times where, hey, we have fallen short here before, but this is how we got right back on the same path. And, you know, it's beautiful to have a church universally of Christians to build each other up and be like, okay, you're falling short in this area. Well, we'll help you out here. And then when those people fall short, oftentimes it's the people that were helped by those same people helping them back. And that's just the beauty of the church. And I think it would just be a great thing. So, yeah, if you're struggling with something, let us know. We'd love to pray for you. And... I just felt like in my spirit, like, hey, I think idleness would be a good thing to talk about. Yeah, so, yeah that's I been hope, a good thought. I hope I've been able to make some sense of, I know I can go on some super detailed rambles. I hope I didn't repeat myself too much and made sense, especially there in the beginning. Like I said, I love my girlfriend, and I love all the fun challenges of life right now, and the freedom that God's given me, and the flexibility but at the same time there comes a moment where we got to realize god's got to be the leader and that's the most important thing yeah and as we draw this topic in this episode to a close i have a few takeaways and two separate ones actually first i want to give this takeaway for those who don't know jesus christ as your savior your idol currently is the idol of sin and self uh, one that's pursuing your own will in your own way, thinking you could do this whole life on your own. But ultimately, we need Jesus Christ to come into our hearts and our lives to save us, to where we can have a relationship with Him. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, like Ryan said, please reach out to us. We would love more than anything to share with you straight from the Word of God and how you can know Him as your personal Lord and Savior. Begin that relationship with Him. Have a fresh new start. And that way, the Bible talks about our life being an old man but when we get saved we have a new man in our life a fresh brand new start the bible tells us therefore if any man be in christ he is a new creature old things are passed away that includes idols that includes your former life former habits all that all that can be erased and behold all things become new as the bible says so the first thing if you don't know jesus christ make sure you know him as your savior and then as i mentioned for those who are saved those who are christians followers of jesus christ child of god there are five things that the lord has spoken to me about in this episode that i need to think about and if you have something to write these down go ahead and write these down five simple things to take away from this topic of idols first off what am i pursuing in life what is my number one goal and desire in life right now number two when is the last time I talked to God? Think about it. When was the last time you got on your knees and talked to God one-on-one? -on -one? Not just for food, not just for a need, but to talk to the God of the universe, your Father in heaven. Number three. When is the last time God spoke to me? When is the last time you got into God's word and pursued him? not just to mark it off on your daily checklist but to really meet with God and to have 
one-on-one time with him to where he's speaking to you. Number four, are my pursuits in life taking priority over God? That's where the idols begin, is what takes priority over God. Number one, we talked about what am I pursuing in life? Is that bringing God glory? Is that above number two and three where we talk about my relationship with God and God's relationship with me? Are my pursuits in life taking priority of God? Number five, and this is the last one. It, are there is there something or something or some things in my life that I need to change or even remove to make way to draw closer to God and for Him to remove idols in my life? And if that's you today, take care of that. Number five won't change unless you do steps one, two, three, and four. And the most important thing that you can take away from today is your relationship with Jesus Christ. And I know I need to do a lot better with my relationship with Jesus Christ. And I'm sure everyone listening to this can grow closer to God. None of us are truly where we need to be with Christ. We always have room for growth and betterment in our walk with God. So today, wherever you are, pursue God. Pursue Him above all things. As the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Your work, your relationships, your hobbies, this, that, and the other. You fill in the blanks of what is in your life right now. Seek God. Everything else will fall into place. Your relationships will be better. Your work will be better. Your hobbies will be better. All those things. If we seek God, everything else will fall into place. So, Ryan, this has been a good episode, dude. And I'm so thankful the Lord has brought us to this thought of idols. And it's convicted me. And like I said, honestly, some of the stuff I've said would not have been stuff I would have said unless it was the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And I'm thankful for that. And, the, and that's a whole other topic for another time of the conviction of the Holy Spirit and just him speaking to us um, when we're at a loss for words. And um, Yeah, and that's that's one thing here. So from day one, I've always wanted to, you know, even if we didn't sound the most professional or look the most professional, like the one thing I wanted to do is just be real with people because I feel like especially in Christian culture, there's so much like, thou shall not do's and it's like well maybe if we uh you know shared a little bit of our dark side with other people they could see like oh hey uh a lot of christians have a dark side too some are just better at hiding it and what it ends up doing is creating a room for people to heal and know that they're not alone in their struggles because that's what the enemy wants to do he wants you to know that he wants you to think that you're alone but you're not you've got a god that loves you and though it might be hard to find a church that loves you too and people that would embrace you and want to see you heal and know you can heal not just we don't just believe it we know it through the power of jesus so that's not to lift our own name up but that's something we seriously preach here 
just like my boy NF, I love NF real music, mm-hmm. and anything I do, I try and do as real as he would do it as well. So, yeah. Good stuff. And like Ryan and I have both said, if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. Um, some ways you can reach out to us, you can reach out to us through um, Facebook, Instagram, on our social sh- Hop in our DMs. We'll talk to you there. But you can also visit our website, riveyourlifeministries.com. And there you can leave us a message, um, whether it's a prayer request, a personal message for each or, or for a specific person or us as a group. We just want to be a minister and um, help and a blessing to you. So if there's anything we could do for you, please reach out to us. And again, you can find us on our socials and our website, riveyourlifeministries.com. And um, just let us know how we could be Jesus to you. And that's our goal and our mission here. So, Ryan, I think this wraps up this week's episode of the Ride of Your Life podcast. Uh, we'll just see where the Lord leads in the coming weeks, whether it's an interview or another Bible topic or something just completely random. We'll see where he leads. But um, I think these past few weeks of this official launch has just been a huge blessing. I know it's been a blessing to me, and just I'm sure it's been a blessing to you, but just seeing all the interactions and just how God's been leading people to us and I just want to give him a praise right now with the Lord uh, it was literally the day after we launched um, someone reached out to right of your life um, just needing that assurance of salvation I was able to not out of pride but I was just able to help that young person understand there's a God that loves him and there's no sin that can separate him from the Father and um, our, again, we can be redeemed, restored, and revived as we preach here on Rive Your Life Ministries. And that's the awesome thing about God is once we're, we're saved, we're always saved. And it, it, it's so cool. And we're excited to see what the days ahead have for us here at Rive Your Life. Yep. So that was a good one. It feels good to be back on the podcast, too. Yeah. Well, y'all, um, just as far as news for Rive Your Life, um, again, we're running the. Um, giveaway that goes till Monday, <laughs> May 1st. Uh, so if you would like to have your name entered to that, go to riveyourlifeministries.com. And then also, we've got a few other things that we'll be announcing soon. Some fun things with Ride of Your Life Ministries team and all that. So stay tuned for that. That's all I can say about that. So. With that being said, this has been Donnie and Ryan here with this week's Ride of Your Life podcast. And as we say on the Ride of Your Life podcast, we don't have an outro. So thank you all for joining us this week. We will see you all next week. God bless. Love you all. Peace.